Hi there, Brandon Walker, host of The Eyes of Texas. While writing today's podcast, my coworker Tara Stidham stopped by my desk. We talked about the show, Bats. That's when Tara squealed, even squirmed. Ah, oh boy, I thought, there's got to be a story behind this one. I have a story that immediately comes to mind, and that is being a kid, growing up in Houston, playing on the streets until it got dark with all my friends, and then all of a sudden someone would see a bat. Then they'd scatter, scream. A bat! A bat! Run! No one wanted to be bitten by a bat because we were afraid that the bat would get us, give us rabies, or do something worse to us. But that's not true. Growing up as a kid, that was true. I don't even know if there were bats really there, honestly. Just because one kid would say, run, a bat, and then everyone would run. Y'all, to this day, Tara says... I would run. Hmm. Can't win them all, folks. Amanda Lawler, on the other hand... Here we go, let's get comfy. ...runs toward one of the most misunderstood animals in the state. Look at you, grew like a big girl. You see, it's her nature to nurture. You're listening to Amanda from video she's posted online. Good darling. Feeding, caring, cradling. Oh, and it's a nice, pretty wing. It is. Bats, her life's mission. I asked her about her passion. I don't know. I think it's more of an obsession. <laughs> they're trying to say hi. You want to go fly with them? She's lost count, her tally, on how many she's rescued. Maybe 500,000 in the past 30 years. Dedication. The woman behind Bat World. They're just the coolest animal on the planet when you get right down to it. Today on the Eyes of Texas. This episode of the Eyes of Texas podcast is brought to you by Houston Community College. Houston Community College, smart decision. Pretty, pretty. Oh, that's good stuff, huh? Want some more? It's a good baby. <laughs> it's as if Mother herself couldn't help bask in the beauty of her own offspring. Oh, my goodness, what a pretty face. Amanda Lawler tending to a rescued flying fox, one of the largest bats in the world. She's given a manicure to this furry flyer. Okay. Topped off with a snack of fresh melon to seal the deal. Now you feel better, don't you? Yes, darling. Be you a bat lover. Most likely you didn't start off as one, you know, right off the bat. It's okay, gorgeous. It's okay, I promise. I promise you're just fine. Amanda sure didn't. She grew up loving the outdoors, though didn't initially work with animals as a profession. As an adult, she moved into the furniture business, running a store, selling sofas, dining sets, dressers. You know, the creature comforts that make for a cozy home. Yeah. Then one day, 30 years ago, she stumbled across a bat. I was on the way to the bank to make a deposit and happened upon a, an injured bat on the sidewalk. And it was about 100 degrees outside and the little thing was on its back just baking alive in the sun. So Remember, Amanda didn't know anything about bats. Other than some Draculaurian dread, yeah, we made that word up, we know. A battle brute internally. One between fear and compassion. But I couldn't stand to see her suffer, so I scooted her onto a newspaper with the toe of my shoe and took her back to our furniture store and put her in a storeroom with a small jarlet of water and, and a piece of apple. I had no idea what they ate. So. so she learned, went to the library, read up on bats, learned quickly. Vicious vermin, 
they were not. That's when I found out that just about everything I thought I knew about bats wasn't true. And because of the misconceptions we've had about bats over the past few decades, we've almost succeeded in killing off one of the best species we have as far as insect control. Amanda took the bat home. Its wing was hurt. Amanda had hoped it would heal so she'd be able to set it free. It didn't. The bat stayed. During that process, I just completely fell in love and uh, then eventually um, decided to liquidate the furniture business and, uh, and create a bat rescue center instead. You know, with opening up a bat sanctuary, people would have, I guess, equated it to opening up a roach sanctuary or something like that. You know, they, people just like, what in the world would you want to do that for? Turns out it was in Amanda's blood to care for animals those others might avoid. You know, when we first started out, he was just, well, both he and my mother both were tremendous supporters. That he, Amanda just mentioned, her dad, Major Luther Lawler, a World War II and Vietnam veteran, a member of both the Marines and the Army, a decorated hero who served on the front lines of combat, found peace in helping to protect bats. He would buy bananas for the fruit bats every week and, uh, yeah, we, we couldn't have made it without him. Major Lawler loved farming and gardening and dedicated several acres of land to growing fruit, which he would then cut into bite-sized pieces for the pint-sized mammals. Almost two decades after their endeavor to save bats took flight, Major Lawler passed away. Even on his final trip to the hospital, he asked about the bats. I think it meant a great deal. It really uh, helped us all bond and, and have a project together as a family. A family project turned life's mission, and Amanda does it all for free. She's the volunteer executive director and senior animal caregiver at Bat World. You are going to feel so much better. Yes, you are. A sanctuary she founded in 1994. It's in Weatherford, North Texas, just west of Fort Worth. It's amazing how many bats need help and make their way to Amanda, who rescues them. She gets calls about bats trapped in walls or taking refuge in condemned buildings slated for demolition. Many are hurt and need TLC. Come on, freedom awaits. These days, the bats, roughly 100,000 of them, live in what's called the Bat Castle. There you go, kids. Audio from a video Amanda posted in 2013, the day Bat Castle opened. Bat Castle sits in a field, secluded pretty much on the Bat World campus. It's a tall, warehouse-like building built of cinder blocks with a vaulted ceiling, allowing rescued bats to roost okay. in peace. Come on, guys. Come on, sweeties. Amanda there, welcoming her friends to their new home. Since the beginning, she's barely left the bat side. I think I read somewhere that you've only taken a few days off over the past 25 years. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Actually, um... That then that happened recently. I haven't. I I took uh, in the year two thousand one. I was gone for a week to get married, and then I haven't left again since this past year when my husband took me out for three days. Uh, so that was yeah. In the past eighteen years, I've been gone a little a little less than two weeks is all. Fortunately for Amanda, when she first met her husband, he fell for both her and the bats. He just kind of walked into it and just had to accept it. <laughs> but but he's, he's a great help. He's actually helped us design the new facility we built. He's an engineer, so he's done a lot of projects. There is a lot of work that goes into caring for bats. Among them, Texas's official flying mammal, the Mexican free-tailed bat. Perhaps the toughest task for this fearless Texan. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I got you. Rescues, 
Take a deep dive with Amanda and her team as they're called to free trapped bats. Not every call sends them to a building that's abandoned. Oh, there are bats back there. Okay. First, while bats get a bad rap, we're lucky to have so many living freely across the state. Did you know Texas has the largest bat colony in the world? That's at Bracken Cave Preserve near San Antonio. We also have the largest urban bat colony, Congress Avenue Bridge in Austin, which is believed to be home to one and a half million bats. If you're lucky enough to spot them emerge, you better follow several rules of etiquette. That's because the bats at these spots are protected by state law. Rules include never touching the bats, no bright lights on the bats, and no loud noises which can disturb their emergence. In the fall, the Mexican free-tailed bats begin their migration south, where they'll stay for the winter. We've posted links to help you find the largest bat population near you. That's all on our website, click2houston.com slash eyesoftexas. Back at Bat World in Weatherford, Texas. Let me see your little chin. Yeah, I got a little boo-boo on your chin, don't you, doll? You'll hear Amanda Lawler doing what she does best, babying every bat. You're beautiful. Yes, you are. Here, Amanda is feeding an orphaned red bat. The bat is small, young, nearly skeletal. Amanda has it bundled in a white towel, caressing its head as it bats its eyes in affirmation, endearing the interaction. It's Amanda's touch. She knows. They know. Calm down. It seems the bat hadn't eaten in a while as it couldn't contain its excitement when Amanda fed it a milk mixture through a syringe. Oh, I know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Calm down. There we go. There now. She's become a bit of a bat whisperer, safe to say which comes in handy. Don't, 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 don't escape, baby. When the Bat World team is called to duty. We mentioned the Mexican free-tailed bat, Texas's official flying mammal, thanks to then-governor and later president George W. Bush. But some 33 species are known to live here in Texas. That's according to Texas A&M's AgriLife Extension Program. 11 species can live near humans, meaning at times a colony may come home to roost where you'd least expect that's the sound of a drill Amanda uses to remove a panel from a wall in the bathroom of a women's clothing store in Mineral Wells, Texas. Oh, there are bats back there. Okay. Trapped in air ducts, walls, you name it. Some 100 free-tailed bats. Many, Amanda says, were pregnant. We had to remove a wall in the bathroom and put net over the hole. And then, you know, every time the bats would end up back there, we would go basically fish them out of this wall. And, you know, it was behind a toilet, so we were in all kinds of contorted positions trying to save these little mothers. There they were, Amanda and her team, fishing the guts of an old downtown storefront, steep in turn of 20th century imagery, soaring two-story brick facades, display windows showcasing wares of pastime, an old Texas town. I'm calling you, but I don't want to lose you. Most of the buildings have fallen into disrepair, allowing bats an easy way in through loose bricks, window frames even. Can you imagine? So we were going down there every single day, and it was, it was hot and stifling, and, and uh, that was one of, the, one of the hardest ones we did, and it lasted almost a month long. But yeah, that was one of the worst ones, I think, but we were able to save all but about two of them, so... So that was a good feeling, too. And they found a new place to roost and have their babies in a safer location. Batworld, that is. There, Amanda and the Batworld team treated the bats for dehydration and starvation. Did it? Are you full? No, a little more, huh? Seems the bats approve. 
That's evident in their interactions with Amanda. They're so intelligent and animated and so much personality and so clean. And, and uh, the intelligence level is what fascinated me the most. Bats are known to be very social and communicative with one another and apparently with Amanda too. They use their chirps and buzzes and beeps to uh, form sentences, so they use syntax, which uh, is incredible. You know, I understand what their gestures and their signs mean and their, their buzzes and chirps and squeaks. And when, you know, you, you rescue and rehabilitate an animal, you can help them overcome their fear quite a bit easier if you understand their language. So it, that's, in that sense, it's helped greatly. The rescues happen several times per month. It's what they do at Bat World. Things seemed to be flying right along as the years went by. The facility grew. Amanda was able to hire a staff thanks to donations. And then along came a major hurdle. I can't even begin to tell you the, the absolute hell she put me through. That's next on The Eyes of Texas. But first, a quick break to tell you about what's ahead on the Eyes of Texas podcast. It takes moxie to make it in the music industry, and Texans have brought it. No matter the genre, the influence has spanned the test of time. No, 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 no. Brittany Washington knows that legacy. She's traveled the journey, too. Look out, triple threat. Brittany sings, plays keys, bass, drums... And has shared the stage with Houston's own Queen Bee. It's kind of like nostalgic, like, oh, I'm really here. <laughs> a remarkable journey that began in a Texas church choir. I'm blessed to understand what I'm meant to be doing. As she continues to reach for a higher peak. I tell everybody, life is like climbing Mount Everest. Brittany shines this season. On the eyes of Texas. Challenges happen. By far, running a shelter for bats, the very essence of Amanda Lawler's livelihood, proved a challenge within itself. But after years of building an organization, convincing donors to support the cause, and not to mention the hours of time put into volunteering, no less, Amanda's bat world nearly had its wings clipped. And at the time, I was beside myself. I didn't know how we were going to survive. 2010 was the year when Amanda says a woman spread false information about her and her organization. Be it rumor, be it untrue, it still cost Amanda dearly. Um, so our financials just completely dried up. That world lost sponsors and could barely keep the lights on. We were down to $200 in the bank. Fight or flight became the question. Amanda decided she worked too hard to fold. She came up with an idea. Pick up a camera, start recording what actually happens at Bat World. So I created a video um, of Little Drag. The music you hear is the soundtrack Amanda used in the video. It shows Little Drac, an orphaned short-tailed fruit bat. Amanda hand-raised him. The video shows how that's done, too. She uses a warm, damp cotton swab to wipe him down. She says the cotton swab is similar to that of a mother's tongue. Then she feeds him. That's when she noticed a quirk. Little Drac likes to rock himself after eating. It's cute. But I ended up creating this video. It ended up going viral. The video worked. It's been viewed millions of times. Amanda also sued the person she says defamed Batworld. She won, awarded a judgment of more than $6 million. 
Collecting that sum may never happen, but just knowing Batworld's name had been cleared means so much. And we were able to get all of our people back. That's the power of one little bat and one little video. The videos are now an integral part to Batworld's outreach. In fact, the audio you've heard of Amanda, rescuing, feeding, loving bats, comes from her videos. Batworld is off-limits to outsiders, all to protect the bats being sheltered. Amanda wants them to flourish. After all, bats mean a lot to our ecosystem. That's next. First, on any Friday evening between March and October, you can find bat experts answering questions about the animals along the Wad Drive Bridge, just a couple miles from downtown Houston over Buffalo Bayou. These guys are Mexican free-tail bats. Bat expert Suzanne Jarek there leading the tour. Since the 1990s, the Wabridge bat colony has been estimated to include as many as 250 to 300,000 Mexican free-tailed bats. So these guys aren't that big. They're pretty small. Yeah. The bats here were flying and feasting, free of worry, and then Hurricane Harvey hit. A good 100,000 bats didn't make it. They're coming back, though, as one visitor found out. So, um, how fast do they reproduce? They have one pup once a year, so it's not the fastest of reproductions, but it was still a decent-sized colony. The Texas Parks and Wildlife Department's bat team currently monitors 20 locations where displaced bats now reside. And they're working on installing bat homes in areas outside the floodplain, hoping to prevent bats from being lost in the future if another storm strikes. Where did they go? They're all behind the light. Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. We've taken you along with Team Bat World as they rescued bats by the bundle. I'm sorry, kids, but we got to get you out of there. Amanda Lawler's goal is to rehabilitate and release as many of the native bats as possible or, when possible, simply relocate them to a safer place. Like the time in the 90s when she discovered 100,000 free-tailed bats living in a building that was going to be destroyed, likely harming that bat colony. Amanda did what any bat-loving Texan would do. I bought the building to save the bats. She did so because bats are important. Saving them is critical in Texas. For one thing, they may save farmers millions of dollars by consuming the bugs that feast on their crops. That's according to the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. Also, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension credits bats with pollination and seed dispersal of more than 300 species of fruit. I think you get the drill. Amanda Lawler says these days more people do allowing her to expand her reach. Now we've expanded to the point where we've got an international site called Batworld Rewild, which is in South Africa, and we're just on the verge of doing even more like that. We train people, they come to us and train, and then go back and they establish their own rescue centers. Wow, that's, that's wonderful, the legacy being built. Thank you. All over one little bat. <laughs> and the power of one determined woman. Many thanks to Amanda Lawler and the team at Bad World. You know, it was pretty tough packing 30 years of growth into one podcast. Not everything could make it. That's why we've included quite a few extras on our website. Click to Houston.com slash Eyes of Texas, including the story of a bat named Tinkerbell, who, well, was kind of more like a prima donna when it comes to her personal space. You can also see Amanda rescuing and tending to her bats. We've shared some of her videos. 
Another thing, if you spot a bat on the ground or floor possibly injured, experts stress not to handle that bat with your bare hands. Always use gloves. Better yet, Bat World can connect you with a bat rescuer. Amanda has people working with her around the state. I'm Brandon Walker. Remember, we are always on the hunt for a good story. Got one? Let us know about it, because our eyes are your eyes. Join us next time as we go travel in Texas together. Houston Community College is proud to be a sponsor of the Eyes of Texas podcast. Houston Community College. Smart decision. 